It's Daniel C's on Rise FM mid-mornings with myself and Bumi at uh, just about 20 to 12. We're going to be chatting to Zuleika Patel. You know, you look at her and uh, if you've heard her speak as well, it's hard to believe that she was only born in 2003. She uh, has become a renowned uh, anti-racism activist. She has become a symbol of the fight against, um, you remember the Pretoria Girls High policy on on girls' hair. Um, and she is continuing to empower young girls to embrace their natural hair. And she's got beautiful hair. She's got a huge afro that, you know, it just, it. I think... It um, embodies the cover of her debut book, children's book, My Coily Crowny Hair. And I think it starts there with the little girls. It was in 2016, I think, um, as a teenager, she was amongst the girls that staged a protest um, against the policy, the hair policy in the school. And Zuleika Patel is going to be chatting to us shortly about her story, her book in our book review. It's 22.12. You're listening to Rise of Him mid-mornings with myself and Bumi. Good morning, Zuleika. Welcome to Rise of Him. Good morning, Bumi. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I was so excited when I saw, um, I think it was on your social media, and you were posting um, when your book arrived, and I loved the cover. And then I thought, this name sounds familiar. It wasn't so long ago that I think your face was all over South African media. 2016, was it? Yes, yes. When did the book come about? So um, I started writing the book in 2019. All right. When I was in grade 11. And then I finished the book very early this year, like in January. I finished writing it. And then um, from there, when I was done, that's when the exciting part started, the illustrations, the printing, and then finally it being announced in May, in April, actually, and then officially arriving in May. So what, okay, I haven't read the book yet, um, but I think it's a beautiful book because we lack this sort of representation, especially in children's literature. Would you say your story is the same as Lisa Kanya, the seven-year-old girl you write about? No, not necessarily, not at all. Actually, there's, there's, I think there's a large distance between Lisa Kanya and I, um, primarily because when I was writing, writing the story and conceptualizing the character, I didn't necessarily want to write about myself, mm-hmm. but rather about what I felt was necessary and what I've always wanted to see. I love how you've continued the conversation around or against rather institutionalized racism in schools, decolonization of hair policies. Um, Do you think there's been a shift from 2016 to what? It's five years later. I do think that there's been a large shift um, in terms of, in terms of more and more people speaking out, I think um, that that um, that the beginning of that movement in 2016 sparked something much more significant in young people in terms of being bold and being um, being proud and speaking up fearlessly. I've seen a lot of that, and I've mm. seen young people change the narrative and own their identity and write write the narrative around their blackness 
And mm. so there's been a lot of ownership of identity, which um, which has definitely changed given that um, this wasn't something we, we were familiar with in the past, let's say, past five, five oh, yeah. years before 2016. Mm. We weren't, um, we weren't, there wasn't that much of black pride and taking ownership of our identity and narrative. And so... I've seen that change. And I've also seen a policy change as well. There's been a lot of schools that have changed their policies, but um, there's still the mass majority that haven't. But um, the tides of change are, are, are coming soon and more and more are picking up and changing. And also even in national legislature, I've, mm. seen, I've seen a change. I've seen one of the um, National Development Plan documents for 2030 actually stating and having been influenced by the movement started in, in, started in 2016 and stating that all, um, all schools by 2030, children should be permitted to wear their afros freely and proudly to have their natural hair not be prohibited on school property. Absolutely beautiful. What do little girls say when they come up to you? Because, you know, seeing yourself, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling, seeing yourself on a poster, seeing yourself on television or in a newspaper is something. But seeing yourself in others, in the eyes of others, I, I can't imagine mm. the feeling. So what do the little girls say? What do the many seven-year-old Lisa Kanyas say when, when, you know, I know you've had a few pop-up book um, launches? I've had one book signing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm soon to have another one. It's been very, very heartwarming. They're so, so, so adorable. And um, a lot of them come up to me and they're just so excited. And that inspires me. When I see them see me like that, it inspires me to want to do more because I know that it's the work that's being done is not for myself and it's not it's not impacting just me and it's impacting those younger than me. And it's an absolutely beautiful thing to see that they aren't going to go through the pain that my mm. generation and the generation that came before mine went through in terms of um, us, us finding ourselves in finding ourselves and taking ownership of our blackness and finding pride in our blackness in the post-democratic era. And so it's, it's very heartwarming to see that um, they already know that they're valid and that um, they do not have to conform to any standard. Oh, I remember there was a split view at the time because when you speak of conformity, people who are so afraid of change and upsetting the status quo were just like, you know, these girls are just rebellion teenagers. And I keep jumping from um, 13-year-old Zuleika and Zuleika, the author, because the story, the narrative is pretty much the same. And yes, there's been a shift, as you mentioned, even in the markets. If you look at products available in shops for um, like natural care ranges, it's really shifted from, hey, um, burn your scalp with harsh chemicals to get your hair as flat as possible to embrace the buns, embrace the fact that our hair defies defies gravity. But I can't imagine if you've done so much and you want barely in varsity, what's next, Zuleika? <laughs> Where are you taking us? Um, definitely higher and um there's a lot that's next. I, I'm not one for really detailing my future plans. Like, I just like to just arrive, you know. Plan, yeah, you... you and then just arrive. You that's took us by surprise there. 
there's a lot there's a lot coming more books um social justice as well there's there's a lot more coming on that end mm-hmm. um especially now more focusing on um on on legislature and focusing on policies and um radical policy transformation and there's a lot that's going to come i have no doubt um we'll be hearing more from you what are you currently doing Right now, other than writing mm-hmm. books, I'm also studying a BA in politics ah. um, with philosophy as an elective. Uh-huh. And I am also an ambassador of the Charlotte's Monument Kriege Institute, which currently this year is the 150th year of commemoration of Umam Charlotte's Makrege. So I'm also very busy with that and with that, we're busy with the Legacy Project, which I'm so honored to be part of um, a Legacy Project for um, Charlotte Macrega's Legacy, where mm. my organists were um, hoping to announce the le- Legacy Project, which will be a school of excellence, a girls' school of excellence. Oh, man. In, um, in, in just to celebrate and cement her legacy because she was a big advocate for mm. education, being the first black woman to obtain a BSc degree. So I'm so happy to be part of um, to be part of the building of um, the Pan African Girls School. And when you're not keeping adults on their toes, what do you enjoy doing? <laughs> quite a lot, actually, quite a lot. Um, I really actually, um, interestingly, I lean more to, my interests lean more to the artistic side, uh-huh. like um, film festivals, um, watching different, what's newly produced, like African continent, yeah. African um, content, as well as um, the arts side, like museums, um, you know, art exhibitions by young artists, young black artists as well as um, photography exhibitions. So my, my personal interests outside of everything leans more into the art side. I must say, Zuleika, I'm not surprised because here is politics and um, philosophy is found often in the history of those uh, archives of museums and in the history of how our history is told and how we formulate theories. Man, I'm excited for your future on your behalf. Thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. That's Zuleika Patel. She is a author of the book um, about a seven-year-old Lisa Kanya. I love this one. My coily crowny hair. Thank you so much. That's it from me. It's 10 to 12. Uh, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. Miss K is with you between 12 and 3. Was a card? 